There are seven things the Lord hates and cannot tolerate. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that kill innocent people, a mind that thinks up wicked plans, feet that hurry off to do evil, a witness who tells one lie after another, and someone who stirs up trouble among friends. Proverbs 6, 16 If your right eye causes you to sin, take it out and throw it away. It is much better for you to lose a part of your body than to have your whole body thrown into hell. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is much better for you to lose one of your limbs than to have your whole body go off to hell. Matthew 5, 29-30 Shusaku Endo, a Japanese convert to Catholicism, once wrote, I am Catholic against my will. I agree wholeheartedly with that statement. Of all the remarks and anecdotes of conversion to Catholicism, I have neither come across a more accurate and realistic one than that of Endo, nor one that describes my conversion to Catholicism in the most appropriate manner. I am Catholic against my will. If I had my druthers, I would avoid the Catholic faith like the plague. If I could have my way, I would be boozing it up, swinging from the chandeliers, naked with a prostitute in either arm. I would steal, lie, and cheat, and be proud of myself for doing so. Any time someone insulted me, I would punch him right in the nose. I would trample anyone who got between me and what I wanted. Left to my own devices, I would rather be a rich narcissist and caddish liar than an honest, hard-working, and compassionate gentleman. I would be a thoroughly unpleasant person. But, fortunately or unfortunately, there is the little matter of Christ. Jesus Christ, that heavenly hound, pursued me, showing me what I did not want to see. He forced me to listen to things I did not want to hear. I had been born in the faith, but like many college kids living away from home, I considered myself too intelligent to believe in God. Faith was an unwanted encumbrance that I was eager to shed. I argued with everyone I met who clung to the church. Or any religion, for that matter. I lived my life for what it was, being selfish and cruel, until one cold wintry day when I returned home from work. I was surprised to find a homeless man seated on the steps at the front door of my apartment building. He held out a filthy and empty hand to me in an almost automatic gesture. Can you help me? he asked in a voice used to rejection. I looked up to see his eyes set in a gaunt and smudged face, otherwise obscured by a rolled-up wool balaclava and an overgrown unkempt beard. All his worldly possessions were scattered around him in oversized, dilapidated paper and plastic bags. He did not bar me from entering my home. I could easily have sidestepped him to get to the door. Rather, my shame would not allow me to pass by this man. I felt my heart stop, or, should I say, I was no longer aware of it beating in my chest. I could not concentrate on anything but that enormous, empty, calloused, grimy hand reaching out to me. I knew that I had no money on me, as I had just spent the last few coins on a newspaper, and the clerk let me pass even though I owed him a dime. The rest of the money had been used to buy a sandwich. I looked at the man whose hand was still outstretched. Despite myself, despite logic, rationality, fear, disgust, apprehension, I handed him the bag that held my dinner. It's all I have. The words left my mouth before I realized that I had formed the sentence. I think I said it not to explain myself, 
but to excuse my selfishness and lack of gratitude for the thousands of blessings in my life. Thank you, sir, the man replied in a gravelly voice hardened by exposure to the harsh life on the street. His gratitude was authentic, but the word sir stung me. It was obvious that I was not worthy of this man's respect. It was I who should be calling him sir. Tears welled in my eyes. I turned away so that he would not see my shame. You're welcome, I choked and ran into the building. 